hello and welcome to the last push podcast so we're here just waiting for a train so there's probably gonna be a lot of extra noise but i thought um it's been a a long time actually since i've actually posted something because as you guys know you've seen me it's been quite a busy hectic week and a half with the lead up to easter break and just getting ready for exams so really quick little session um i thought it'd be really really important for us to actually go over some of the genetics which is in biology paper two because we've not actually done that yet so what i want you guys to actually think about doing is grabbing some paper grabbing a pen uh you may want to google an actual image of the cell the nucleus chromosomes because that's what we're going to be focused on today chromosomes genetic diagrams so let's get intentional let's get that paper and that pen and welcome back to last push podcast Okay, guys, welcome back. And hopefully you have got a picture of a cell with a nucleus and the chromosomes. So I just want to remind you, eukaryotic cells are going to be your animal and your plant cells. And what I want us to focus on today is I want you to think about animal cells. I want you to envision that cell. I want you to envision the nucleus. And then inside every single nucleus, you've got these X-like structures, which are actually called chromosomes. And we as humans, as homo sapiens, we have got 23 pairs of chromosomes. So inside of our nucleus, we've got a total of 46, 23 pairs. So 23 of those chromosomes are coming from the sperm cell and 23 of those chromosomes are coming from the egg cell. So when the egg and the sperm fuse together in fertilization and start developing into a baby, when that first, those cells first fuse together, that's when you've got 23 pairs from the sperm cell and 23 pairs from the egg cell that are fusing together. So, if you actually look up um, the chromosomes for a human, you can actually look that up and you can actually kind of see all those pairs and they're all grouped into those different pairs. And it's really important for you to know the last pair of the chromosomes is going to be your sex chromosomes and they determine what sex um, the child is going to be. So whether or not it's going to be male or whether or not it's going to be female. And it's important for you to know that it's 50% chance male, 50% female. And how you determine the difference between that is females are going to be XX and males are going to be XY. And it is important for you to remember that because it can come up as a question. So 50% chance of a female, 50% chance of a male, males are XY, females are XX. So those are your sex chromosomes. And the next thing we're gonna take a look at is you need to know about two genetic disorders. But before we do that, we need to look at some really important keywords. The important keywords that you need to know is when you're thinking about the chromosome, you're thinking about the X, you are going to have a section of the chromosome. So a small piece of that 
chromosome and that small section of the chromosome is called a gene and genes are really cool they're really really important because they code for characteristics and at GCSE you only need to know that there are three different types of that coding system um, and they're going to be in the form of alleles so you can have a dominant allele or you can have a recessive allele and they're usually characterized by uppercase letters for dominant and lowercase letters for recessive. So if you've got a dominant allele, it's going to show the characteristics. So for example, if eye color, blue eye color is dominant and you've got a capital B, then it will actually show that the child is going to have blue eyes. And if you've got a lowercase b, it could stand for another color, like, for example, green or brown. They'll always tell you in the exam question what the characteristics are. So you have got a dominant and recessive allele. Now, the three different versions I was talking about is you can have um, a homozygous dominant, which are two uppercase letters, two dominant alleles, homozygous dominant, homo meaning the same and dominant you've got those uppercase letters then you can also have homozygous recessive which is two lowercase or small letters and that means that the characteristic usually is not going to be expressed and then the third one is heterozygous and it's one dominant allele and one recessive allele so if you're writing this out it's going to look for example if we're using b's again a capital b and a lowercase b so you've got homozygous dominant, homozygous recessive, and heterozygous. So if you think about those, those are your genetic combinations, your genetic alleles. And what you're going to be asked to do is you're going to be asked to do things called genetic diagrams or punted squares. And that's where you have to actually separate out your two alleles. So for example, if you get told that you've got um, a homozygous dominant and we're using B's as the example again so homozygous dominant you would separate both capital B's at the top of your square and then say it's being crossed with a homozygous recessive you'd have two lowercase B's and you would have to separate those out so if you cross a big B and a little B um, and that happens in the whole square you're actually gonna have a hundred percent big B little B or heterozygous is you're going to have 100% big B little b in all four of those boxes down below. Hopefully you've looked up an image if you're not quite sure what I'm talking about or you remember this from lesson or you're looking at your revision guide. So that is genetic crosses. Now one thing that's really important that you're going to need to go away and do is take a look at your two genetic disorders. You've got cystic fibrosis and polydactyly. Cystic fibrosis is a recessive disorder um, that causes a buildup of mucus and it can be really, really harmful. And the only way you get a child with that is if you have two heterozygous parents that cross. That gives you a 25% chance of having a cystic fibrosis baby. And the second one is polydactyly. And polydactyly is a homozygous dominant trait. So even if you've got um, a homozygous dominant, one allele, 
and a lowercase recessive allele, you're still going to end up with polydactyly. So what I need you to do, I need you to actually take another three minutes after you shut this down. And I want you to actually go look that up, look at the different punted squares and go back through these definitions one more time because they are so, so, so important to get down and get memorized. So get out there, get intentional and learn about your genes, your chromosomes, your alleles, homozygous dominant, homozygous recessive, heterozygous, and genetic diagrams.